0: Episode got us, folks. This episode got us, folks. Uh, <laughs> welcome to bottles and bricks, a last of us podcast. I'm your host, running and chain and we are spoiling review episode seven of HBO's The Last of Us Show. Um, boys, come on out. I have with me Sam and Ty from Team GVS, and we did as much as we could of a not spoiler review for you on sam's channel on team gvs if you want to go check that out uh but don't go
1: don't go just stay here (laughs) just just stay here
0: (laughs) we literally we, we can't go into full depth or expressing what we liked and dug about this episode without spoiling a what we saw and b what it's connective tissue to the to the game and DLC of Left Behind, and even to some regards, The Last of Us, American Dreams, graphic novel. So we've all played the games. We've all played the DLC. Um, Sam, did you like the changes? Did you um, like the pacing of it? Did you like the editing that they went between back of the scenario of, okay, Joel's down, Joel's injured, and, okay, Ellie is now having her own version of PTSD.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so the weird thing is, me and Ty, and we looked at it yesterday, we had a real in-depth conversation about where this would go uh, with just based on the fact that Ellie not wanting to be alone. And, you know, with how would that trigger her past? And she even said, she's like, I cannot do this alone. And there's a reason for that. And I think that is this this episode is the answer. Like, the episode started with us. We we assumed, like, man, is, is Riley already gone? Like, is she already dead? We didn't really know, you know? And so then it all of a sudden goes to her getting a fight with this girl because Riley left. We thought Riley might be dead, but she's not. She comes back, surprises her, and I thought that was, that, it, was it was such an interesting tease to go into where we needed it to go. I thought this is a perfect a culmination of uh, left behind and certain other source materials that they used, I, I it felt really natural. It felt like these are best friends. They're trying to um, understand each other. Really, uh, like what what is the best motivation? What is the best thing to do? What is the right thing to do? I mean, they're kids. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's it's not like they have the right answer. Riley keeps on saying like you don't know all the answers. <laughs> like you don't know it all, and neither she, does she. And all she knows, you know, is that she misses her best friend. She loves her best friend. And she's trying to understand and reconcile her emotions about her best friend. And the whole entire episode, they're basically on a date, essentially. And the hard part about it, and I'm real curious about y'all's comments. I feel like it's going to be a different experience for somebody that doesn't know what's coming. Because... You know, I mean, you can assume like Riley isn't been with Ellie this whole entire time. So she died tragically, but we don't we knew how you guys didn't. And so I'm more curious about how y'all took this from the progression of how it went, because for me, I thought it was perfect. It was perfect symbolism to the game harken to left behind like beautifully. Um, and it, I think the ending of it, the last the last 10 minutes of it was just emotional. Like, it was it was well acted. Like, Bella and Storm killed it. Everything else was cute, lovable. It was like a romance, you know. But the last 10 minutes, man, just breaks your heart. But at the same time, it rejuvenates your... How do I put it? It rejuvenates your excitement for Ellie and Joel's relationship. You're like, you're like yeah. okay, she's not going to quit on him as much as he's not going to quit on her. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's not a it's not a toxic thing. It's 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 where they're built to at this point. Neither one of them can afford to lose anybody else. So by any means necessary, they're gonna protect the person they love. So I love that. Like I, I think it, it brought resonance to their relationship while it seems at the that time giving Ellie her just resort as far as her, her storyline.
0: Um this is the first time <clears> throughout the whole show that I'm like I might like – I think I like what they did in the show better than the game because I think that's one I've heard that I – I could be wrong that I heard that, that folks love the Left Behind DLC, but some critiques that they gave it was that it felt like too slow and not much happened in regards to the info that people knew by the time they finished the game. Right and the payoff, that, so, yeah, yeah, and 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 the and the uh, yeah. I, and to an extent, I can understand that because The Left Behind it's a it's it's a two part story. There's um, uh, Ellie trying to ma- hold stuff down while Joel's down, and there's also Ellie's backstory of her friend. Yep, and I was I was you know noticing stuff of like the mask, um, the music, the, f- the merry go round, them dancing, them at the arcade. It molded better then stretching out a two-hour DLC that, from what I heard, cost a lot of money compared to what other DLCs were that offered more hours of gameplay. Yes. So this is the first time in the series that I'm like, this actually feels and, and is smooth better than maybe the DLC. Um, And I was just like, well, I don't know, because I was, I was I was waiting to see what they would cut. I'm like, where are they going to cut? Are they not going to play Etta James? You got to play Edda James. I play Edda James. You got to play Etta James. Um yeah, that's where I'm at right now. And I want to let Ty give his input more before I start spelling out info <laughs> and whatnot. Uh Ty, where we at? So
2: I definitely believe that from a from a um a viewer, from a regular viewer perspective, this this was really, really good. Um, I do think they covered things really well. I think Bella, Ramsey, and Storm Reed, you know, did an impeccable job. Like, this is where you're seeing these two young stars who have been around, who literally came up in the acting game with major great celebrities. And you can just see whatever they learned in that experience Just rub off on them and they get to protrude it here. This is honestly them truly. If they haven't come into their own yet, they're doing it now, you know. Um, not saying that they haven't done it, but if there's anything I've seen where they're like, okay, they're about to be household names, it's here. You know, you're not gonna remember, you're not gonna be talking about Liana Mormont, and you're not gonna talk about any characters that Storm Reed has played. You're gonna talk about their names. You're gonna eventually talk about Bella Ramsey and Storm Reed, the way we talk about Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise and Viola Davis, Octavia Spencer, you know what I'm saying? Uh Jennifer Aniston, all them cat. So you're you're going to start seeing that with these two great actors. Um, as the as a gamer, I don't like how they wrap. I don't know how they how they I don't like how they cut it off. I I wanted to see the end result. I wanted to see, and I think I feel the way I feel about it because I agree with Ronan. I think they handled it much better than the DLC, and it certainly justified why I was glad when I caught the DLC at a discount price <laughs> way back when it, you know, when I, on my old, my previous console. Um, but, because I don't think that the two hours or two and a half hours or whatever of gameplay that we got was worth the money they Very were charging cool. at the time. Yeah. Um, so I was glad that. I got it on, on discount on one of those PlayStation discount seasons, whatever. But as a gamer, you know, I did not like how they, as an artist for the sake of, of entertainment, movie, and all that, I think they nailed it spot on. I think they nailed it spot on because it certainly clears, it certainly gives, um, uh, it certainly solidifies and gives credence to why she feels the way she feels. Why Ellie cannot, is so fearful of being alone. I mean, she finally got into... She covered so much in this flashback or so much in this story. You know, she she has a friend. She has a best friend. She shows that, yeah, my best friend is gone, but you know what? I can still stick up for myself. Her best friend comes back. She's excited to see her and pissed off at the same time, yet still trusts her to go sneaking out. She gets to explore this basically a whole world for her although it's simply for us it's the mall but for her it's like a a trip into history and and a trip into a world she's never had the opportunity to experience the fact that her you know the person that is her best friend planned this whole thing for her you know and even with the dark corners of the secrets where yeah she's a flyer firefly yeah they posted her here to do you know, some grunge work in terms of those pipe bombs and all that. Within all of that, she still considered her enough to be, let me give you a beautiful gift before the tragedy of I, me having to go. Yeah. You know, and Ellie gets to explore all those different emotions, including the, the hate, including the betrayal, you know, but then including the forgiveness, yeah. the acceptance, and including her testing out, this realm of love, she probably doesn't really understand. But yeah. because, like the the off the captain told her, you're very intelligent. So I think she's intelligent enough to know when she likes someone, and intelligent to know that person she's liking is of the same gender as she is. So she's exploring all these new things. Both of them are, and they're both coming into, you know, their own with these things. And then to finally get to that peak and then have it. So tragically taken away yep. by the attack uh, of an infected. So kudos to them for their acting prowess. You know, beautiful. I mean, beautiful, beautiful episode as they all have been. Yep. Um, but I will say, as a gamer, you know, from the gamer perspective, I, I as much as I love how they ended the flashback, I don't like it because. I was looking for the rest of what made the quote unquote two hours, two and a half hours of gameplay actually worth it where you see what actually happens because what happens with Riley hit so much harder for me in the game. But the rest of it prior to that moment, the rest of it is absolutely um, beautiful. So, so
1: question real quick, just for Ty. Um, well, I don't know this or not, but the way that they kind of ended it couldn't they just continue how it actually ends because i mean if you're a viewer and you're seeing this you didn't actually you know play the game you you do want to kind of see that ending and i feel like they cut it at a certain point it's just to say okay ellie's not gonna leave joe but what if they come back and show the rest would you kind of let that go because it feels like they're going to leave everybody hanging like, okay, well, did he, did she stay with her to the end? Did she shoot her best friend? Because they, they left an impression. I think early on that that Ellie, it wasn't her first time shooting someone, you know, like actually shooting and killing someone. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know how they're going to thread this out. I was curious because I don't, I don't have the same exact feeling with it, but I I Mm -hmm. understand what you're saying because it felt like it just stopped but I feel like it more so stopped because of a cliffhanger, not because they're not going to show the rest of it. Um, And I'm also trying to figure out how they're going to show more of Ellie's past as well. It might be a Marlene thing, but I don't, I don't know.
2: Well, well, like I said, I'm looking at it from two perspectives. So my thing is, is so seeing as I'm looking at it from two perspectives, I'll, I'll answer your question from two perspectives. From a viewer, if a viewer's has never played the game before, um, you could look at this and basically say, "Well, you can look at it from two different ways on this particular aspect as a viewer." Well, um, yeah, I want to see what happens because if you if if they happen to play it out like the first person Ellie shoots is Riley, that gives even more invested credence to what happened with henry and sam right you know so that even hits much more harder you know so from a viewer perspective that would be good the other aspect would be well if she simply gets away you know because remember in the beginning she did tell her um to run you know when you ready run so if she if it ends up being worse She may just end up telling her to run, you know, or she may end up just having to run because Riley's going to turn. However it is, we don't really know because the viewer doesn't know. From the gamer perspective, for me, I think it really is basically an insult to injury because, you know, from a gaming perspective, I mean, right after that moment, we basically know what's happening, you know? And I'm like... It's almost like you gave us 90% and then you just hold off the last 10. Like, I can understand if you did it like 50-50, you know, where, um, you know, you, you get us up to the point where the the infected attacks and then they show their both their injuries. And then you come back in another episode with the rest of it, where how, how Ellie handles the whole situation with Riley is also... Tying in with why she's trying to save Joel, that would be great. Honestly, I think it would probably be unless, although I I'm having, I'm I have no doubts that Naughty Dog and HBO would do it well. But I think it would be a waste of an episode because you've given us. I can understand if they did it, but for to do to give us ninety percent of Left Behind and only give us ten percent from a gaming perspective. It's kind of like a a slap in the face if you, you know, basically because, you know, you gave us you gave us basically the whole kit and caboodle, but then doesn't but then leave off the you know, you gave us the whole appetizer. You gave us the entree, but the dessert isn't there like that don't make no sense because we know the little bit that's left. It's like you it's like, you okay here's a two hour gameplay that we're going to show reverence to in this episode, but we're only giving you you know, an hour and 50 minutes of it. So you're going to just leave the last 10 minutes off. It don't make no sense. You know, so that's really how I kind of see it from, you know, both sides from a viewing perspective, from the gamer perspective, the viewing perspective, any viewer that's never played the game before, I don't think is going to have a problem with this. I think they're going to come to their own conclusions to see why um, Ellie is so focused on saving Joel, because, not only was she and her and the basically her friend and basically her newly discovered love are infected and they basically think they're going to their end, you know, but she makes it so she and she couldn't save her friend, just like she couldn't save Henry. So she's definitely going to try to save, um, Joel. Joel. Uh, I'm sorry, Sam couldn't save Sam. Yeah. So he's definitely going to try to save Joel. So, uh, from a viewing perspective, that's fine. From a gaming perspective, I, I have, oh, so cute from a gaming perspective I have I have issues because I felt like they gave us 90 to 95 percent of the game reference and then left off the last 10 five to ten percent and
0: yeah that's fascinating because this is well, before I, I give my take on that and I, I want to see if I'm off with it Sam first of all I want to give shout outs to Yani King Monshine and Ashley Johnson who played Moni. she played Riley in the DLC and actually played Ellie. So shout out to them because they added that layer to Ellie and to this character that we only heard about and hints at in the actual game. So shout out to them. I it's fascinating you say that because this is I remember I had that nitpick if you will with the um, with the um, Bill episode but be, that was because I love that sequence in Bill's town where we, the refrigerator but I knew f- Per per show perspective, you don't throw that in in a very emotional, connective way, because that will throw off the balance of it all, and also the um, um, uh, mood of it all. I feel like, and I'm thinking about it now, because funny enough, to me, my favorite part of the DLC is when uh, Ellie's on her own, and Joe's down, and she's looking for medicine. And I feel like the reason they might, might cut that part out is because they wanted to Honing the focus of like, okay, this is why El- uh, Ellie is so uh, connected with Joel and was connected of Tess and Sam and Henry is because of this. And mm. um, I feel like this is the first time I feel like if they would have done gameplay all the way, it would have thrown off the balance because if you look at it and it's a, it was a, you know critique of the DLC is that most of the gameplay in uh, the Riley Ellie part was just them walking and talking stuff that people already knew about and most of gameplay was just them throwing play, basically just playing games and you know squirting guns which is, they referenced the, the, the wet guns and whatnot so I was like alright there's a little nod to that sequence Um and I feel that the reason why they didn't use the part where she looks for medicine is because that might feel repetitive to her going hunting for food in the winter sequence and it, it, it feels like alright that's too repetitive and we don't want to lose the the balance of like what matters here. Why is, is, is Ellie so tense? Not just because she, she loves Joe and she's tense about it, but be like it's her, it's her PT. I told this her PTSD, it's her, you know, having an anxiety attack of like, I am yeah. this not happening again. I lost Riley and I'm not gonna lose Joe. And I feel like even the, 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 the way they ended the DLC is them sitting down, hugging each other, saying about all the poetic stuff. So they got that right. But um it's so fascinating that this was the first time. Like, no the gameplay, you didn't need it. You know, you have the dynamics, you have them. With the, there was the gun, there was a clicker, and it might have dragged off too much. It's fascinating that this is the first time I feel like no gameplay wasn't necessary. This was the storyline, the cutscenes. That's all we needed to to reinvigorate and reiterate of what matters here. And who knows? Because we're still, you know, you know. I, I imagine you and Sam were like what about Ashley Johnson what are, are gonna hint at Anna's uh, um past and all that stuff and the fact that they threw as a background drop of like the the political side like yo are you a terrorist now or not are you know are you gonna right. are you planning on bombing us here
1: asking that real question right
0: yeah and yeah. I I have no doubt and they, again they could throw me for swerve, that the next episode will be the full-on winter sequence, and it's when we'll meet a very uh, fascinating character. Um, but yeah. the ch- kudos and shout-outs to people who worked on this, who who paid the respects of the people who designed and worked on the DLC and the actual game that this was paying homage to.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, I think we're having a really good discussion here because I, I see both of you guys' points because you're an avid lover of the game, uh, Ronan, as well as me and Ty. Um the interesting thing I'm looking at is imagine if they took left behind DLC and made and put it into the whole game. So imagine you play the whole entire game and then you get to that part, it kind of don't work. <laughs> yeah, it slows it down. Um, yeah. If I had to if I had, if I was forced to have to go through left behind and it was just added and shoved into the game they would have to crop some stuff somewhere because, it, it. to be fair, it does slow down to a crawl a lot. Now, I guess as a hard hardcore fan that would play the DLC anyway, it wouldn't matter, but I feel the same way if, like, the Spider-Man game, the Spider-Man PlayStation 4 version, if they added that DLC into the actual active game, that may slow down the progression of how it's going to work because they're trying to get to the narrative. Like, the DLC was trying to be its own just small little short narrative and for me, I mean, I, I thought it was very beautiful how they ended this and then shifted to show, because we never really saw Ellie get Joel to where he needed to get. We just see him kind of posted up, and she's going in hunting. So that's yeah. one of the things I was waiting to actually see. I was like, okay, cool. They're finally showing, like, her desperation. She thought for a moment to listen to him to leave. And I felt like that was <clears throat> what was the trigger for her, but it was never something we actively got to see in the game, and I thought that that was freaking dope. But yeah, I see from both of you guys' angle, it's
0: just I think it was a creative decision. Um, yeah, it, it, and pacing. I think I think it was also a big factor of pacing because to me, this episode was smooth, and I just feel like oh, five minutes extra would have been like. Uh, that we needed that and you know right. but again it's perspective it's perspective yeah because because some people may
1: say you know why am i looking at these two little kids like going through this mall in a post-apocalyptic world they're, like they're being stupid you know say so, like somebody could legit like use that as a critique we knew the payoff but some people going into it may not so it's 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 a creative narrative choice i mean the only thing they would have to go on is like, okay riley's not here so obviously something terrible happened to him Um, So I
2: I want to be clear about something here. Regardless of the the dichotomy of both realms that I'm speaking from as um, a viewer and of the gamer, um, I do not have an issue with how they portrayed that segment on either side. Remember, I'm not talking about them implementing the whole entire DLC into the storyline. It's not that. It's what happens at the end, from the game well, perspective. Mean, he, he's showing showing what happens to Riley. Showing that I mean, we can assume that you know we know she's infected. We can assume that she turns, you know. But uh-huh. from a viewing perspective, if I'm looking at it from a viewing perspective, well, they're both sitting there. They're both curled up onto each other, but the gun's right there. Does Riley turn and uh Ellie have to shoot her? Do, does another set of infected come in as you know we saw the the vines communicated and mm-hmm. you know she has to get out and in the midst of it maybe um you know they expedite oh, okay. Riley's you know chains. You, you see what okay. I'm saying? You, you want you wanna no, yeah, see man.
1: an yeah. actual resolve ending and resolve to how she goes out
2: right because because if we see an actual ending to how it happens and how she goes out or how ellie reacts to it i think it even further you know really digs in on why she chose not to listen to joel and um turn around and go back you know although the truth of the matter is um when when joel first gets injured you know she's saying look Please be okay because I can't do this without you. You know, if if I do this without you, if, if something happens to you, I'm effed. So I don't really believe she was going to leave Joel anyway because of the bond they have, even though Joel is telling her to go. She wasn't gonna leave Joel anyway because yes, we know she's afraid. This all this all this flashback does is further emphasize, like Ronan said, why she's afraid of being alone Mm. you know because in the last episode she said everybody that's ever been important to me is has either you know left me or they're dead yeah right and the only person she has is joel you know and while this flashback lays into why she's the way that is why she fears about being alone you know i think that last piece of that sequence would have really, truly solidified, really, truly dug in as to why she feels that way. Maybe it's almost like how Henry reacted to killing Sam. Maybe, however, whatever happens that actually separates them in the end is how, you know, her response and how she deal with that leads to that building fear or takes her over the edge of that fear of being alone. And we don't see that. We see two people who decide that at the end of the day, they're going to love each other and they're just going to ride it out, you know, but okay, that's what lovers do. But what in the world truly happens that takes her to the point where between the time that happens and where she is now or where she was, you know, once she finally revealed to Joel, she truly fears being alone. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's what I want to make clear. Not that they dump the whole DLC in that sequence no it would have been too long too dragged out even if they did the whole episode without Joel's status and everything else with the DLC it would have been unnecessary and too long they they put in the pieces that were monumental what were important and they did it truly well but it's that last piece it's to, to me there's that missing it's like putting together a hundred piece puzzle and you're missing that one piece you got 99 of it That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I think to to paint a picture real quick because I was thinking about this in my mind. Say hypothetically speaking, you know, uh, it's morning time, and you know Riley is just losing it, and the last thing Riley says is "run," right? And Ellie is like, like she hasn't turned yet, and she just runs, right? And it goes and harpens back to Joe asking her to run. But really, she can't get infected. She can't, you know, what's the worst that can happen but losing somebody that she loves all over again or leaving them before that opportunity? Because it goes back to um, Sam. Like, she fell asleep, right? And she wasn't yeah. there in his moment. So it's kind of like that was a trigger for her. So it's kind of like if that was a scenario that played out and be like, OK, no, I am not leaving. By any means, anybody else, because it's like she's afraid of being alone, but she also has been the one that's possibly, depending on how the scenario ended up, may have left. She may have left Raleigh because she had to. We don't know. So I I, I get where Ty because it could have been a very interesting, good character moment uh, and a good little icing on the cake if that was the case. But we really don't know. And they I I, I kind of feel like they're gonna leave that as a breadcrumb later. Um, I I think we're gonna revisit this. I, I really don't. I don't I don't think it's just in. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, That's I get so I get what amazing. you
0: mean. Yeah, cause cause I was so yeah, cause I was confused first. I'm like, and the DLC they don't show nobody gets shot. They just leave it like that, and it's it harkens back to right. Ellie's they could, they last few lines. Have. Yeah, right. they, yeah, they never showed it. So I was just like, yeah, I don't, they, the DLC never showed it. So, yeah, so you wanted the result. Okay, th- then, yeah, that's where yeah. I, I, I'm still, yeah. I'm like, no, this is, but- for me, this was perfect. You, them, mm. um, them not showing everything is more closer to the subtlety that I appreciate from the games. Mm. That, you know, I had my, my, my nitpicks here and there about dialogue. I'm like, when they did that with choice of, of story and um, bouncing back and forth, I was like, perfect numbers up. But again, it's two each their own. And, and uh, yeah, I. And the and show's that's... still awesome, y'all. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah still, I mean, I'm not talking to the yeah.
2: viewers.
1: I'm talking to y'all too. Yeah. I'm that, to the we're
2: not, that's not coming into question. But we have yeah. been saying for the last six, now seven reviews, is that, you know, this is an opportunity for them to cover the things they couldn't cover in the game. Yeah. And to look at it from the perspective of this is a new medium to where they're showing us, you know, new material, you know, material there's, we're basically getting somewhat new material in certain aspects of it. You know, we know it's referencing the game. They're definitely giving reverence to the game because the game is basically the, the foundation for all of it. But like we've been saying since we started this, you know, series, this podcast series, you know, this is the opportunity for Neil Druckmann and Naughty Dog to show us the things they could not show us in the game. And while the DLC kind of rolls the same way, this would have been a perfect opportunity for them to give us, you know, well, here's what happened. You know, here's what I'm just concerned
0: the the running time now, because there's what two episodes left. And it's like, we haven't even seen Ashley yet, and that's just like so, that's something more that yep. yeah, like, have well, hasn't been like, like again, unless unless you you um you've read the graphic novel, and subtly catch a liner here from Marlene or Ellie, we don't know nothing about Ellie's parentage at all, and which right. is why, you know wouldn't cuz it's so fasting where like if you're a fan and you catch up stuff here and there you're like well, how long is that going to take and I'm, I'm you know it's two episodes left they stuff to deal with a, a character that is involved in the winter season it's anna's perspective mm-hmm. and then we still have to meet up with the Fireflies to see what's the the, the, I, the I, job i don't think that's going right. to happen this season.
2: Yeah, actually, I, I, yeah, I, I, Sam, I'm you were you were saying yeah. in the non-spoiler review, you were going to talk about the whole piece with yeah. Ashley not being there and Troy not being there yet. So yeah, lay so it on I us, think, player. Go yeah, for it, I Sam. I think
1: that Troy is going to end up probably in the next episode when yeah. Ellie is trying to go yeah. and scavenge. He's he's going to definitely show up then. But what I feel is by the ninth episode we're going to either one and we and Ty talked about this last night in detail is either one they're going to get to Salt Lake or they're going to be almost right there at the precipice of getting there and I think that they're going to go into season two whenever they get to season two is them going through Salt Lake City and trying to get to where they need to get to now the weird thing is and this is why we had a long drawn conversation yesterday Ty is that it's like, okay, so how does that work? You can't go straight into the second season like that. Right. So you have that five-year gap. We don't know from the end of the first game oh, boy. all the way to season two. That's five years. That's a whole five years of them getting acclimated, them building relationships, her coming into her own as a woman, um, Joe dealing with his own stuff. Going into the new situation, so I think that the Ashley Johnson moment it's got to be a flashback from either Marlene or somebody else because it doesn't make sense for Ellie to have that flashback. There's no way she could have a flashback. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, she could, but okay, it'd be weird.
0: So, anybody okay, if you haven't played the game, here tune out just for a few seconds, minutes in the game. There are moments where Marlene has a voice recorder and she's leaving notes. She's sort of her own mini diary, which yep. then Joel finds. And it's Marlene talking to herself, saying, Anna, it'd be so proud of Ellie. You know, you'll she'll be with you soon. I would be, I would put money on that. That'll be when we get Ashley as Anna flashbacks. That like it's like Marlene contemplating, is this the right move or what and it's fascinating because you you say they might. Ended right when, uh, again, they meet David or she meets David. And then the next season starts of like how the game is about to end. That is so fascinating. And people are going to pull their hands out and they're going to ask us, be like, is this how the, the game ends? And we have to be like, no, there's more. No. There's, there's what? more. And it's yeah, and It's kind of the season.
1: It's, it's like um, The Walking Dead, season seven. Season six to season seven. Season six ended with Glenn and all of them being rounded up and we didn't know who was about to get what. I will we waited to the beginning no. of the first and that first episode rocked everybody. Uh and it set the tone for the whole rest of the seventh season. But I I do think that they're not gonna it's there's no way they're gonna end it on where the game ended in two episodes. It's not gonna happen. It's unrealistic. It's unrealistic. I'm
0: I will pull you from, from that episode. Being that. I'd be like, I need to walk off. This is fuck this. <laughs> so
2: so we're gonna. Oh, well, actually, I do have um I do have one piece, but I'm gonna share it with the fellas. I'm not gonna do it on this spoiler review, um, because but it is a key thing we're talking about in terms of the end of this um particular season. But um, yeah. you guys will probably find out about that at the Spoiler review of the season finale. So, uh, that I'm, one I, I'm about a- to I'm about I'm I'm about to hit I'm about to hit um I'm about to hit Sam and Ronan with that with that crazy with that crazy you know that crazy Street Fighter who can drop of information. <laughs> so, um, we shall see. But uh, uh, but all in all what the 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 bottom line about this is is <laughs> the bottom line about all of this is that they've handled it well. The episode is just as good as every other episode we've seen so far, yep, you know I honestly and i and I'm just gonna give you my my score now because I think we're gonna be wrapping up so yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I if I guys. was looking, if I was looking at this and solely looking at this as a gamer trying to compare, trying to compare with, um, you know, with the game and everything else, this probably wouldn't get my regular ten out of ten. This might get an eight or a nine because of how I feel about how they handled the final part of that left behind section and you know I felt like they missed an opportunity to really put something in there you know kind of like they like like how they threw Kathleen in you know she was a great addition like she took like the like by the time we dealt with Kathleen I was like man I would have loved for her to be in the game that would have been you know like I didn't think the game could get any better but if they threw her in there That might have been it, but um, looking at it from a game perspective, it it probably would have gotten an eight or a nine out of 10 for me, but because we're not looking at that perspective, we're looking at it as folks that are, you know, viewing it, trying to, you know, review it properly for those that have haven't seen or played the games before and looking at it as true entertainment reviewers, podcasters, the show, it's a 10 out of 10. The episode's a 10 out of 10 for me because- they handled everything beautifully. You know, as much as I cringe because I don't feel um, they utilize the flashback to really reinforce Ellie's fears or why she won't leave, you know, because we've already established in the end of the last episode, she's like, look, if I don't make it through with you, I'm effed anyway. So she wouldn't leave anyway. She's going to always try to help Joel anyway. So that's been solidified. So I think it was, I think it was, uh, uh, I don't want to say a waste because it wasn't a waste at all, but I think it was a wasted opportunity to really uh, add in a little something there that would have really kind of hit the nail on it and brought it home to you. But episodes still a 10 out of 10 for me, Mm -hmm. for those that have never played the game and they're just watching it brand new, the whole experience like they've never dealt it with anything with it. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. So I'm good.
0: Sam, uh, what about oh, you? It's not
1: oh, okay. <laughs> oh, 10. Bro, it's 11 out of 10. This joint is all freaking dope. Um, I can't get over all the references. I ain't played the first game in years. Years. And I was like, yo, they got the freaking mass, right? They got the uh, merry go round. They got the arcade. I'm sitting there calling out references. And like, the way that it's shot, the lighting in the mall. And the way yeah. they use cinematography is one thing we didn't talk about, but it every single moment, because what they do is they do these shots where it keeps it from the back of Ellie's head or from the front facing. And so we're experiencing it for the very first time. Like she is like even just the escalator, like a normal escalator going up and down is like the most annoying thing that a kid can do. But for a kid that's never seen anything like that, boom, we're in love with it, you know? And so, all these little subtle nuances, all these references. If I had never played the game before and just kind of gone through this excursion, like this, this, this show is sweeping me. Um, so yeah, now nah, it's another ten, 10 out of 10. Like, I, I I loved it.
0: Uh, it is also for me, and I think once we reach finales, when I'll be able to uh, rank them better, but I, I, st- I do have my preferences of episodes. Like, I think,
1: um, you better than me. I, I, there's no way I can rank these episodes
0: like
1: i can't do it like it's because the thing is like the narrative it shifts through the whole course of this like every reaction or moment that happens causes a ripple effect and how everything else is going to progress because yeah. it's not coming how the game narrative goes it's through how they're writing this yeah So you're better than me because i couldn't i can't i can't rate this Yeah, I think
0: to me, it's to me the two episodes that still like hit the most for me and that made me think about like my connection to the the games and all the characters is the episode when, when Joe and Ellie are in the truck and they're vibing and it's right out of the game, and it's also when Joe reunites with Tommy. It's something about that last episode, something about Joe and Ellie on that truck that just like that's last of us for me, and uh, but again, uh, it does not take away anything from this episode the uh, the lighting, the camera work, the, the music choice which pops and I think these songs are gonna pop again once the, the you know everybody watches it and um again some people are gonna really appreciate this relationship and also they're gonna scream out into the you know the t- televisions and be like fuck HBO fuck these people for, for doing this to us um, but that's that's what HBO does. That's what The Last of Us is, is about. That's what the this outbreak world's about. Um, Ty Sam, thanks so much for joining me in the podcast. Uh it's it, where can people find you? Uh T Y N I double D Y at the
2: NY came to DC for the degree and you can find me and M D hey, <laughs> Ty Lady on Instagram and Twitter. This is I'm how you know Ty is not emotionally compromised
1: this episode because yeah. he, he's able to do that. Yeah. Um, so, you find me on uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, sel 320 and of course on Team JVS on YouTube. Yeah, we're we're there. So,
0: and you folks can find me at Ronan Unchained um, on. YouTube on um, a m- couple of the social media platforms uh I got this podcast I got a star wars podcast and um yeah i I really just, just to balance it out folks go check out Sam's channel and hear our non spoiler views and um no no, no just just because Not that last one <laughs> no, well, just, so because uh, this is again besides us this being a big thing for us i want everybody else to enjoy it and experience it to the fullest and in the world where stuff is either leaking a spoiler you know spoiled for others i want people to enjoy it as best as they can and um to the edge of the universe and back endure and survive
1: peace people